Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a coming, it's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. All right, here we go. Primetime Titans. It's JG. And I'm Pettit. And uh, it's just the two of us again. Um, we are uh, without Robert for this episode. Um, he actually, uh, they've announced it, but he is now a father. So congrats to Robert. Uh, insert applause here. Thank you, producer. Uh, that's definitely not going to be an applause. But congrats to Robert on the birth of his daughter, Ruthie. Uh, so we're, we, you know, giving him a break for sure. Uh, no pressure for him to come back. And honestly, based on the Titans, I don't know if I would want to come back and talk about this team. If uh, if you haven't heard, we have some news. And um, Pettit, I think we kind of went into last week thinking, oh, we've got the bye week. This is going to be wonderful. We don't have to watch the Titans. The Vols had a crushing loss on Saturday. Already down about that. Oh, thank goodness. We don't have to watch the Titans the next day. They probably would make me you know, a little, they'd make me more frustrated probably. And then Sunday night football happens and AJ Brown goes off. Everyone can't stop talking about AJ Brown. That is just continuing to mentioning quite literally mentioning the Titans trade. Yeah. Like no one it's, it's like everyone has to remind. It's like people have to remind everyone that the Titans made a horrible trade in AJ Brown. Like I, I get it. Let's just drop it. We made a bad trade. Please let it go. It's already horrible enough. And then the very next day, Monday, we're recording Wednesday night, by the way, but Monday, we've got to deal with another player being traded to the Eagles. As we traded away, Kevin Byard, uh, we got Terrell Edmonds in return, a fine safety, really not that great, and then a fifth and sixth round pick. Um, I'm sad. Just gonna be honest. Yep. I'm sorry. For a lot of reasons. You, yeah. I'll let you go for a little bit. I, I might need to take a little breather for a sec. I, I <laughs> a quick breather. I mean, yeah, it's very sad. Um, and it's it's not just sad that Kevin Byard isn't a Titan anymore. It it's sad the situation that we gave, you know, some of the players on our team, like Kevin Byard, uh, you know, Derek Henry. Even Hopkins for coming in and being, you know, still pretty. I still think he's got a lot of football in him. And, you know, we've just brought him into the worst situation you can ask for. Um, it's honestly, it's it's sad as a fan. It's, you know, it's something that we've talked about just tanking. But now that it's happening, it's it's hard to watch. It's hard to think about. It's sad thinking about our players leaving. Kevin Byard has been a a rock on the defense for so long. Uh, I mean, he literally in his I don't can't, I can't remember when he got drafted exactly, but since he's in been a Titan, twenty sixteen. Since he's been drafted, he's had what one sub par year. I mean, everything else has been either above that? average or elite. So, um, yeah. he's he's been incredible. He's been the voice on the defense for so long, and. I mean, I don't know what this defense is going to look like without him. So, 
I don't know. And it's it's not, we're so bad. Not to mention, like, it's not just on the field too. Kevin Byard has yeah. been unreal off the field. Like he is yeah. your he's a pros pro and he is the he is the best. And to see a guy like that leave, I mean, at this point, I I would want him to win a Super Bowl. Like, yeah. yeah. I I almost find myself yeah, I the AJ Brown thing has made me a little bitter toward the Eagles, but seeing Kevin Byard on the Eagles is going to make me stomach that a little more. Um, like maybe stomach it a little better, I guess would be the bet, like not more, but better. Um, I don't, it, I think the scariest thing about it is like, Oh wow. We just traded away Byard. Who's next. I think that's what is getting me a little scared. Uh, and I don't know if, my heart is quite ready for another very important player to the franchise to be traded. I really am scared that Derek Henry is going to be traded. Um, no, I, I think he's already being shopped. I think it's yeah. very much knowledgeable that he's being shopped. And it's very clear that the Titans want draft picks. We don't want people to just pick up his contract. Um, you know, we can afford his contract. We, we're we going to have the one of the largest. Uh, if second to most cap space in the, the league next year. Yeah, we'll have and a ton. I think, I mean, Derrick Henry isn't even, he's a free agent next year. So um, we, yeah, we're, we're, we're just clearly looking for draft picks right now. And I think the Titans are very open about, I mean, you listen, you go on ESPN, you watch a show right now. Everybody's like, who's going to be traded at the end of the deadline. And it's not even players. It's just like, take your pick from somebody from the Titans right now. Take your pick. So, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see a few more trades happen. I We might have a lot of seven, six-round picks for next year's draft because I don't think – I mean, I love Derrick Henry. I don't really know what you're going to get for him with only what, what we're into week eight right now. So you get, what, maybe 10 games with him? Uh, I mean, I know you get to make a run in the playoffs with them, but um, I don't know. I, and the thing is, we can always pay part of his contract, so we want we want draft picks here. But it's going to be hard to see Derrick Henry running around in, from what I'm hearing, a Ravens jersey, potentially. Yeah, the Ravens, seeing him there, that would be very tough. I think at this I don't know, just anywhere. Anywhere is going to be tough, but you're right. It's like people talk about hot names uh, that are being floated around. And De- Derrick Henry and DeAndre Hopkins are like the two most talked about names. Um, and if anything, I think the Kevin Byard thing, it not only said the Titans were willing to start moving people, but what it did was like it almost – like I'm not saying from a Titans action, it almost uh, – got others to call and then start to inquire. So then we're probably starting to get more and more phone calls. So it's yeah. almost like it opened the door for others to start to call it. So it's not like we're just still shopping. Others are reaching out to us to see yeah. what we would do um, yeah. or what we would take. So I just, it's a really sad point in the franchise. A really sad, I mean, a, going into a week, we're off a bye week. It, sh- it was supposed to be a lot of fun. We're going to be wearing the Oilers jerseys. We're playing a team in the Falcons that like 
on paper, their roster, they've got more playmakers, but the way they're playing and with Desmond Ritter, we probably could potentially beat them. But I'm at the point where I don't know if I want to win. Like, And I don't I want so, to watch. Yeah. I'm so down on the team that I am so, I'm legitimately concerned that winning this year would be worse off for the franchise. I just yeah. – Oh my gosh. No, significantly it's not, worse. It's not fun. Um, and then leading into the next topic that we want to get into for this game is the amount of torn feeling that I have towards which quarterback is going to play. Because earlier this week, Mike Vrabel said that if Tannehill's not able to go, which I'm sure he's not going to be able to go, uh, Vrabel said we'd be working in like, a mix of quarterbacks, which come on. I mean, we all know like it's probably going to be Levis. It came out this morning that Ian Rappaport said that the primary quarterback would be Will Levis, almost um, basically saying that it wouldn't be a split. You know, they both play. It would mainly be just be Will Levis. And of course, Mike Rabel got a little snappy with some reporters trying to deny that and really say that, it was just going to be, you know, the two of them. Um, so, I mean, going into it, Pettit, do, who do you want to see? Do you want to see Levis? Do you want to see uh, Malik Willis? Do you even care? Do, like, what are your thoughts on the quarterback situation? Look, the fact that it's even a discussion shows that Will Levis is horrible because Malik Willis <laughs> Will Levis is horrible. Or Malik Willis? Will Levis is horrible. Okay, yeah. If it's if this be. is even a discussion, Will Levis is not good. So Are you saying because Malik Willis is so bad? Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So, I have a lot of I mean, I would not be upset if all three quarterbacks were not a Titan next year. Oh my gosh. That, that's Will let I mean, look, what is Will Levis going to do with this team right now? I mean, they're first thing, just be the backup. Next year. Sure, sure. I mean, I think I think you go ahead and try and trade him. I think, you know, before he even touches the field, you might actually get some trade value for him. Because um, <laughs> you're not getting anything for Willis. Tannehill is too high of a contract. I don't think you're getting anything for him. Andy's um, hurt. Andy's hurt. So, I mean, unless you offer to pay his entire contract, which... Maybe you could, and then you know, trade him. To, I mean, I don't even know who you trade him to, but uh, I mean, it, that would be theoretically an option. Maybe you get a fifth or a seventh or sixth round pick again for someone like that. But no, I, I'm serious. Like, if Will Levis, if people are not sure that he should be the clear starter over Malik Willis, Will Levis is not good. It, it's it's that simple. The fact that they're saying, well, we might do both. There's two options. Will Levis isn't good, or the Titans want to tank, and they want to be able to put uh, Malik Willis in the game more so we can lose games. Because yeah. there is Will Levis, or Malik Willis should – I keep getting mixed up when I say Dude, their name. I was just about to say, it is so incredibly hard to say both of those names back-to-back. -back. Like, it's so Malik hard. Willis, Will Levis, it just – because it's Willis and then Will Levis, it, it, yeah. it is – can we just establish that? I feel like we've just never really brought that up, but 
it happens. It is so yeah. tough. It's too, the combo it makes it even worse. Why? Why would you, you do that? You can't even say Malik and Will because even that is kind of hard to say. There's no r- right answer here. Um, On the field and off. <laughs> um, I kind of lost my train of thought there for a second. Where was I? You were just saying like, I don't even know what you're saying. Like, I don't know. Maybe we want to tank with Malik Willis. Oh yeah. Actually do well. Or do we want to save Levis's confidence? Is that a thing? I don't know. The season's over. The the season's, (laughs) the season's over. Like one trade of Kevin Byer season is over. There is yeah, no like point any, in watching this hope. team. Like, good luck getting me to watch a full game now. I will be switching to red zone or watching another game during any single Titans game this year. And Because now we're in a position where even if we're winning, we're going to kind of be wishing we were losing. So this is we're in a yeah. really bad spot as a Titans fan. But one thing I will say about it is there was a, there was a lot of seasons as a Titans fan where the team should have, you know, sold as many assets as possible and tanked, and they should have, um, you know, done X, Y, Z to be the worst team and then kind of build build up again, and they didn't. We never made any moves as Titans fans for the longest time as a franchise. So it hurts that this is the year that we're doing it, but you, I have a lot of positivity long-term that, you know, the organization is making this kind of decision because again, they're not content with a team that is, you know, 20th in the NFL. Yeah. They're not, or 25th in the, whatever it is, they're not content with that. So there's some encouraging moments to that or yeah, there's some encouraging uh, owner ownership in that with them just being like, we want to win. And if that means, you know, being bad this year, finishing this year, bad, and hopefully climbing our way back up, then we're going to do it. So, I mean, we can be hopeful for the future. But it, it, it sucks to see some guys like Kevin Byard, potentially Derek Henry, uh, even Hopkins, who I'm like, man, just throwing away this year for him. Um, I again, I, not against trading even like rookies like, like Traylon Burks and... I want to hold on to Tajay Spears. I want to and hold Levis. on. I want to hold on to Skaronsky, and I want to hold on to Simmons. Yeah, and I want to hold on to Aziz Alshire. That yeah. might be it. And, and Hooker. Yeah, Hooker could probably go for a good bit. Yeah, right he to, he probably is a little valuable, but that's seriously that's that's not a, a deep team right there at all. Is Spears, Skaronsky, Simmons? Uh, Hooker. Is that it? I don't, I don't even. Yeah, I don't even know who else I'd want to. Uh, Al Shire. Mm, Al Shire. Yeah. Uh, and Stonehouse. And then. And Morgan Cox. I don't. Oh, Morgan Cox, of course. Yes, we and Stonehouse. Stonehouse. Uh, Stonehouse. Yeah. Nick Folk. You know, let's build yeah, around Nick Folk. Keep the special teams or keep the uh, special teams. Um, yeah, I think to your point, it's like in the past when they didn't ship off the assets, we weren't able to admit that we were a bad team and needed to do it. So now we're actually at least seeing that, okay, we're at least able to admit we're not in a good spot and we, we got to make some moves. Um, we got to yeah. look out for the future here. 
So um, because of that, we have a lot of room to like climb quickly, rebuild very quickly, especially with how many draft picks we are um, attempting to gaining, get. attempting to get, and already have, and how much cap space we have for next year. So I haven't looked at a lot of the free agents for next year, but I mean, there's there's room to make moves. Yeah, I mean, you look at. Uh... A team like the Bengals, they were really they got Joe Burrow, then they were bad again because he got hurt, and then they got Jamar Chase, and then they made the Super Bowl. And then you look yeah. at the Jaguars. They were the number one pick two years in a row. Trevor Lawrence, Trevon Walker, obviously that doesn't look good. They should have taken Aiden Hutchinson. And, you know, even with taking Trevon Walker, they're a better team now and they're exciting. So it can happen even in potentially one year. This could be the bad year, and then next year is like a little better, but I think there is at least, like you said, positivity in seeing that they are mindful for the future and not just being stubborn about it. And I think that's yeah. big because knowing Vrabel as a coach, he can be stubborn sometimes. Um, so yeah. So just to wrap this up, talk, let's talk about the Falcons really quick. Uh, they've got, you know, obviously good playmakers in Bijan Robinson Kyle Pitts and Drake London. They've got our old coach, Arthur Smith. They're a scrappy defense. They did. They got some good players uh, in the free agency. They got Bud Dupree, uh, Jesse Bates. Bud Dupree's doing fine. But, you know, they added some guys to their defense in free agency. They're a scrappy team. It's not going to be an easy game. We are wearing the Oilers jerseys. But, like, I really just want to establish the kind of team they are. They're just a scrappy team with not a great quarterback who turns the ball over. I don't even know if I want to talk about the game as much just because I don't know what I want to happen in the game. Like, I, I don't think I, I'm sorry. No, yeah. I don't know. If I win. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a reasonable take because again, a lot of teams won last Sunday, which means a lot of bad teams won last Sunday. So we are right there in the, in the running for a really, really high draft pick right now. And again, I think, I think that's why the Titans want to put Malik Willis in the game a little bit because I think they want to lose. I'm, I'm serious. There's no reason anybody's watched him on film and thinks that he should play a football game. Yeah. And even, even if your backup is hurt, you know what I mean? Like Josh Dobbs is better than Malik. Like there, it's just like, there's so many guys probably not even on a team right now that have been better than Malik Willis so far. So I think the only reason why we have him is the tank or the only reason why we'd play him is the tank. Yeah. So I'll just do a quick score prediction just cause I want to, you know, keep doing those. I did predict a win at the beginning of the year. I'm going to say because of that, I have to say we win 16 to 10 <laughs> and like, <laughs> I mean, that's just, <laughs> I don't want to yeah. watch that game. I'll tell you that. <laughs> 16 to 10, we win. Uh, and Special then, teams defense or a, a yes. de- defensive touchdown. And then, uh, okay, so let's, I, I'm going to ask you this. We're going to end on this question. Let's say, let's say, I almost did it again. Let's say Will Levis goes out there. Malik Willis plays like three snaps just in special packages. Will Levis plays most of the game. And we see a little promising thing from him. What then the rest of the year would you have to see from from Will Levis to actually like 
buy into him for the future? Are you even at that point? Can you even answer that question? Uh, I mean, I don't think it would be that hard for me. I mean, it would take consistency for me to buy in. He could have yeah. one good game, two good games, and I'm not going to fully buy in. But if he, you know, starts performing and, you know, kind of slinging it, uh, you know, you know, close to like 300 yards a game kind of thing, you know, it's real. Honestly, even if he, if he's relatively efficient and you just see, you know, even if his mistakes are like, oh, that was close. Good idea. You know, he's making the right decisions. I think there could be a lot of positivity from that because if you possibly, and I, I don't want to say it because, again, I don't really like Will Levis. I'll say it. But if you think he is the guy, we are in a really great spot, actually. Because, well, yeah, now next year, if we have all these draft picks and this cap space, and honestly, if we can trade away Derrick Henry, Tajay Spears in the backfield, if you think Will Levis is a guy, you got him, you got Skaronsky, you got Hopkins, you got Burks, who I'm not sold on, and then you got some solid guys on defense, and you got a lot of cap space to build around that. So if if he's the guy, which you know is very doubtful, unless they're just totally hiding him, but um if he's the guy, we're we're in a really, really great spot. But I really doubt yeah. it, and I think we need a really high draft pick because I think we need a quarterback. And then we're actually going to be in a decent spot next year with all the cap space to build up an O line. So next year, I think will be really exciting, depending on what happens in the draft. I think my answer to that is the only way we stick with Levis in the future is if he actually starts winning games for us to where, like, we maybe somehow make some sort of run or we play ourselves out of a top draft pick to get a quarterback. If he goes out there and shows flashes, but we keep losing and we have an opportunity to take a Caleb Williams or Drake May, then I don't yeah. care what he shows. You're, you're done. You're taking Caleb yeah. Williams or Drake May. Yeah. So that's, that's a good that point. Would be my yeah. No, it's um, a great, it's a great point. Yeah. All right. Well, I think, I think that's enough. I mean, Pettit, you said it last week when we talked about uh, after the Ravens game, you said we might have weeks like that again where we're talking about how frustrated we are. And I'm scared that you probably are right. I mean, I, I already feel like we've kind of been doing that right now after we traded away Kevin Byard. Um, but uh, as a Titans fan, we're thinking about y'all. Uh, it's tough right now. But I think the big thing is, like what Pettit was saying, it's good that we're actually seeing moves from our ownership that we don't just want to settle. And if we need to start selling away assets, then we just need to do that because it's better for the future. So I think that's something to feel better about as we wrap up this podcast. You got any last words, Pettit? Expect more. It really does feel like we are having this podcast talking like we just lost to the Browns or something like that and scored three points. So that it's never fun to come off a bye and feeling like you lost big time. So, um, yeah, I I expect more weeks like this this year, unfortunately, 
but we just got to grind through it a little bit. And next year's next year's our year. Actually, two years yeah. from now is our year. Yeah, I think uh, I think the the, the message the message to wrap this up. Hang in there, hang in there, Titans fans. We're gonna get through it, and uh, we've been through a lot already. We, you know, just think about the Bishop Sankey years and the Zach Mettenberger years. We've been through this kind of thing. I mean, Valentino Blake is our starting corner, for goodness sakes. So, uh, yeah. So just hang in there. Um, but as always, go Titans. We appreciate y'all uh, tuning in. I'm JG. I'm Pettit. And we thank y'all. My mama told me, son, always be a good boy. Don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry.